Okay, good evening, Rabbi It's truly a pleasure and very, very exciting to be here with everyone. Our very first Chumash and Shalom Shir of Tashin Pei Dalid of the new the new year. Is it the really the first one, Tashin Pei Dalid? Do we have something between Shani and Kippur? I don't know. It's the first one of the new cycle, the new Beresh cycle. Yisrael, have a seat, please. Make me nervous. Sit down. Um, so everyone's kind of jumpy these days, you know? No, I don't want people standing behind me, but I can't see them. So uh, anyway, voracious, beginning a brand new cycle, very exciting, always starting all over again from the beginning. Um, who knows? Maybe this is the year that we're going to go through with all of Rashi, right? Maybe? Maybe? Should have a lot of Hatzlacha. Anyway, so uh, let's begin the beginning. Voracious Baruch Lakim. That further ado, uh, all getting here together, Mitz Hashem, it should be, it should be, uh, we're starting strong, we should continue strong, we should end this year, it should be a strong, wonderful, very productive year for all of us, it should be a very good year for Kuala Yisrael, a year of good news, of good to Basuras. no more bad news, let's start with that, let's start with that, no more bad news, and everything should go, and um, yeah, in, 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 in pain, unimaginable pain, and in captivity. Um, let's see them all come home very, very, very soon. Okay, so let's start here in the beginning. And there's a famous Rashi over here. We're not going to talk about the, 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 there's a, a number of comments Rashi makes in the beginning of the Torah that are all very famous. One of them is the one that we're not going to dwell on this evening, which is Kayach Maisav Higil Liamoy. Please, yes, yes, Kayach. Um, that that uh, well known idea about that the Torah could have started with Hachadish as a Lochem in Parshas. Boy, why does it have to start in, in, in safer Parshas with Parshas Parshas? But Rashi then makes another comment in the second piece that he has over here, Parshas um, Baro. And Rashi's bothered by the, the phraseology and the grammar of the opening Pasuk. And it, as is well known, if you learn the Rashi um, properly, Rashi has a very different pshat in how to translate the first Pasuk than the conventional pshat. Kla Yisrael does not translate the first Pasuk in the Torah like Rashi, right? That's... Um, is that well known? Let's make that well known right now. What's the translation of the very first Pasuk Torah? Barashas Bar Lakim, as Hashemayim how do you translate that? I don't want clever translations for those who know how Rashi learns, okay? But, Barashas Bar Lakim, as Hashemayim what does it mean? What does it mean? God in the beginning God created. In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, right? And everybody translates, the, including Unkus. Unkus also translates like that. Bekadmen Bar Hashem Yashemayim Yashemayim Right? In the beginning, Hashem created the heavens and the earth, exactly like Yosef said, exactly like Targum. So Rashi doesn't translate the Pasuk like that. Has Rashi translated the Pasuk? This is how Rashi translates the Pasuk. Barash is It was in the beginning of God's creating, as a Shemayim's of the heavens and the earth. And then what happened? Then in, in the beginning of all those creations, the, the land, the land was desolate and empty. According to Rashi, the first Pasuk is not telling you. What Hashem created first? I'll take so. I'll take yeah. Thank you. I'll take some. Thank you. Um, it's not Dr. Pepper, but I guess it has bubbles. So, so uh, according to Rashi, the Torah is not telling you, is not telling you 
the order of creation. Thank you. The order that creation happened in. Um, and bara is not a verb according to Rashi. Against how Kleisel translates it. bara The beginning Hashem created, that's how he translated it. That's how Unklitz translates it. That's how every hater translates it. Rashi says bara is not a verb. It's um, an infinitive maybe. Baroi. In the beginning of Hashem's creating of the heavens and the earth, the heavens and the earth were very desolate and barren. So we don't know what came first, we don't know what came second, we don't know what came third. And Rashi has a number of reasons why he learns this way. But the bottom line is bar is not a verb, it's an infinitive. Um, and if I'm wrong about the term infinitive, someone from WhatsApp land presumably will correct me on that. But it's not a verb, it's definitely not a verb. Um, and it's not telling you the order of creation, it's telling you a snapshot of we're holding at a certain point in creation and this is what things look like. So coin to Rashi, we're starting in the middle. Another way of saying it is we start in the middle. We're starting in the middle, not the beginning. We don't start in the beginning, we start in the middle. Um, one of the things that bothers Rashi is the word voracious itself. Voracious, says Rashi, is always, is, is constructs. Constructs say, it's modifying something. Voracious doesn't mean in the beginning, it means in the beginning of. Voracious shell, mashu acher. In the beginning of something. Racious, racious, davar, racious, darkoi. Racious has to modify something else. So you can't say voracious, voracious doesn't mean the beginning, it means the beginning of. That's one of the things that throws Rashi off. So Rashi tells us, let, let, let's see this Rashi that together. It's the second Rashi on the first Pasuk. And Rashi says, by, by virtue of the fact that racious is an awkward word, um, there's drushes going on over here. The term must have set this up for drushes. And I want to see together the drushes that Rashi makes. And there, some of them are very well known, but I, I want to explore these together and try to find a deeper level of chat over here. After we've established, after we've established that Rashi, you know, does have a very different way of learning than 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 the Messiah of Klaisel. Again, Klaisel does not go like Rashi over here. Klaisel's gone with the other Rishon with Targum. But look at Rashi, Barashis Baro says Rashi. This Pasik is asking for a drasha. This Pasik is begging a drasha. It's begging to be darshaned. What does it mean, it's begging to be darshaned? Well, so Rashi can tell us it's begging to be darshaned because it's awkward. The phraseology is very awkward. You can't say baracious, baro. Racious means in the beginning of, not in the beginning. So says Rashi, that awkward phrasing is opening it up for a drasha. And what's the drasha that we make over here? Kamaisha Amru Chazal, like Chazal told us, Bereshis Bara, Rashi offers us a number of those drushes. Bishvil Hatoyer Shanikris Reishis Darkai. Bereshis means on behalf of Torah, which is called Reishis. Ubishvil Yisrael, the Torah is created on behalf of Kla Yisrael, Shanikru Reishis Tavuasa. So says Rashi, again, this is a well known idea, well known Rashi. There's a bunch of things that are called Reishis. There's things that are called Reishis. What's called Reishis? The Torah is called Rashis. Rashis Darkai, also we know Rashis Chachma. Kleisel is called Rashis. These things that are called Rashis, Rashis to us, so we're called the Rashis, and, and the Torah is called the Rashis. So the Drasha take on the Pasuk is what? Berashis, 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 Be is a prefix. Berashis, for Rashis, on account of Rashis, on behalf of Rashis, whatever Rashis is, Hashem created the world. Berashis. On account of Rashis, Hashem created the whole world. On account of Klaistro, which is Rashis, on account of the Torah. It was worth it to make the whole world for the Torah. It was worth it to make it the whole world, to make the whole world 
for Klal Yisrael. Bi-Rashis, and the Rashis is in quotation marks. And Bi-Rashi saying is Bishvil. Look at the Rashi. Bishvil had Torah Shinikras Rashis. It was worth making the whole world for the Torah, just for the Torah that's called Rashis. It's worth making the whole world for Klal Yisrael that's called Rashis. So far, so good? So we just read a Rashi. Now I want to ask a question on the Rashi. Every drush, Rabbi Isai, here's a Klal Gadol in drushes, in drushology, in Talmudics. We know that every drasha has to be able to read back into the Pasuk. It's always like that, right? You learn Gemara, you know, anytime you learn a Gemara, the drasha has to read back into the Pasuk. Yes? That's right, Yisrael? Yes. That's right. The drasha has to read back into the Pasuk. That's right, Lior knows this. The drasha has got to read back into the Pasuk. So I have a question over here. How can you take the word Bireshis and split it up? We get that Rashis can mean Torah. Rashis means Klai, so that part of the Rashi, we totally get that. Because Rashi cites Psukim, that Rashis can mean Torah, Rashis can mean Klai, so that we get. And Rashi has Psukim for that. Totally. But how does Bi, and Bi is the prefix, Bi, Bi, quotation marks, Torah, Bi, Klai, so. That's how you read according to the Rashi. But how does the Bi mean Bishvil? Bishvil means on account of, for, for the purpose of. Bez is a prefix. What does Bez mean as a prefix? When it bases a prefix, bi. With. with. What? With or in. That's right, in or with. That's what base always means, right? There's the, the, the schlissel, uh, right? Base is a schlissel, right? That's, um, that's Rabbi Morgenwasser? Yeah. Okay, so we, we had that with, with JJ recently. There's the schlissel letters, the prefix, the prefix. The Rebbe in, 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 in Poland, the local. Uh, Are they both yeah, yes, very good. It's a very good mahaluch. Anyway, bays means with or in. But it doesn't mean on account of. Bays is a prefix, doesn't mean bishvil. Doesn't mean on account of rashes. Bi means with, with rashes, not for rashes, not on account of rashes. So Rabbi say, how does this drush read back in the Pasuk? Now, a very simple question on one of the most well-known rashis. How, how does the drush work? Bi rashes, bi rashes doesn't mean on account of rashes. It means with Rashis Hashem created the world. But that's not what Rashi says. That's not the drush that Rashi brings down. Rashi says that how do you make sense of the word Bereshis in the context of Bereshis Baruch Hashem 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 with a drusha outlook. You know what the Torah is saying? The, on account of the Rashis of Torah. On account of for the purpose of Torah Hashem created the world. For the purpose of Klai Hashem created the whole world. But that doesn't read back into the Pasuk. Be is not Bishvil. Yeah, the first letter is the same. That's very cute. That's very nice. But bi means with. How does we? How do we read that back? The the the, the um. How, how does how does that work with Rashi's drasha of bishvil on account of? It doesn't read back into the pasuk. The drasha doesn't work. I don't see that in the pasuk. Bi rashis means with the rashis, not on account of rashis. Everyone hear the question? Rashi's drasha doesn't work. So let's, no, 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 not yet, not yet. There's quite time for questions at the end. I just want to know why do we have to read it back into, I said it Oh, so every drasha, there's, there's the excellent question. So Leo wants to know why does it have to read back in? Because there's paradises, there's four ways, you know, four basic ways of understanding every Pusik, but there's four ways of, of understanding the Pusik. The Pusik has to, you have to read the Pusik. You have to be able to translate the Pusik. The Pusik has an approach with Pshat, Pusik has an approach with Remez, and with Drush. The Pusik has to have an approach with Drush, but you have to be able to read the Pusik. Right? This has to fit into the puzzle. Yes, every drush has to fit into the puzzle. The puzzle has to be able to read. You have to, the puzzle has to flow and read, even with the drasha. You have to be able to make sense of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. 
And this is Rashi saying, the Drush is telling me, Bishvil Rashis. Bishvil means Bishvil Rashis, Baralakim. But what do you do with the first base? What, what do you do with this base? You can't ignore it, right? You can't, you can't ignore this. You understand better now, Lior? Yes, yeah, sorry for earlier saying yeah, What? I said yes earlier. Oh, okay, fine. That's what threw me off. Okay, good. That's all right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I already forgave you. So how do you read the Pasuk now? Biracious. With racious, not with. It's Bishvil. So here, let's explore a fascinating, mind-blowing idea together. Rashi's giving us two ways of learning the Pasuk based on the Drasha. On account of Kalei Hashem made the world, on account of the Torah Hashem made the whole world. Our question is, but the bit, when I read that back in, it, I'm, what I'm saying is, bit with Kleiso, with Rashis, with the Torah. And that's not what Rashi's saying, not with the Torah, but on behalf of the Torah, right? Teretz is, the Puzzle makes perfect sense, and the Drasha makes perfect sense, and it reads beautifully back into the Puzzle. Because what's the best way? If I and if I am Hashem, that's a little presumptuous, but let's say, <laughs> if I am Hashem, and I want to make the world on behalf of Kla Yisrael. What are we saying? And again, is, could I make a whole world just to have Kla Yisrael in that world? Could I make a whole world just for there to be Torah? What's the best way of creating a world for there to be Torah in the world? What's the best way of creating a world for there to be Kla Yisrael? You know the best way to do that? Is with the Torah and with Kla Yisrael. What does that mean? 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 It means like this. It means... Let's probe this idea a little bit more deeply. What does it mean that the whole world is created just for Klai Yisrael? The whole world is created for the Torah. It means the world is created to be a Kli for Klai Yisrael to show up in. The world is created to be a receptacle, a vessel, merely and purely to house Torah, to give rise to Torah. When we say the world is created on account of Klai Yisrael, it doesn't mean... You know, like, everything is here for me. Let's go loot a Macy's, right? Because it's here for me. That's not what it means. It means, it means, it means, um, it means that the purpose of the world is for me to show up in that world. When, the, when we say the world is created on behalf of the Torah, it means the purpose of the world, the Torah. The purpose of the world is for Torah to show up to be misgala. The purpose of the world is for Kleisol to be Mescal, to show up in the world. Said differently, we flip that around. The, the world is a Kli, is nothing more than a vessel, nothing more than a Kli, to give rise, to house Torah, to house Kleisol. That's what we mean, Bishvil Torah Shnikoratius, Bishvil Yisrael Shnikoratius, means the whole world was, is, is created as a Kli, just to be a Kli Kibble, to be Megala Kleisol, but Kleisol to be Mescala. That's what we mean. It doesn't mean... It's here for me. Everything's here for me. It's not an elitist type of understanding. It's not a you know a looting type of understanding. My my brother-in-law was telling us that he's he saw an interview where they stopped someone who was smashing one of these department stores and ransacking, and they said, "Yeah, this is man. This is just reparations. <laughs> this is reparations." So, so there's a new activity. We're gonna go reparate. Let's go reparate this Sunday. Let's all go 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 reparating. But anyway, so yeah, that's right. Um, reparations, sure, okay. Um, Whatever you say. But, but Rabbi Yisai, it's not what it means. It means it was created for us. We were created for the Torah. It means the purpose of the world is to be Megala the Torah. The purpose of the world is to be Megala Klai Yisrael. The purpose of the world is to be a Kli, which is Bakol Mikol Kol, which is Kol Kuloi, only there 
for one purpose and one purpose only. It's miyuchad and miyud to allow Klai to show up. The entire Bria is there to allow Torah to show up. Every aspect of the Bria, every aspect of creation is here because it's only here because it, it allows Klai to show up a little bit more. It allows Torah to show up a little bit more. And if there wasn't a way of the Torah showing up in every aspect of creation, including this cup of, what did you pour me, Lior? I don't know. <laughs> Stella, that's how you pronounce that? Stella. We'll take your word for it. Stella Artois. Um, if there wouldn't be some way that Kleiso can show up, be misgathered through this cup of Stella Artois, Artois Stella. it wouldn't be in creation. So it's here for me to make a shackle. Let's make a shackle. Baruch That's right, but what does it mean, Bishvili Nebrailam? The world is here for me to be misgathered in the world. For me to show up in the world. Anything that's in that, that is in existence is only in existence because some aspect of the Torah can be brought out through that aspect of, the, of creation. Some aspect of Kleisrael's functioning, Kleisrael's might, and Kleisrael's glory can be brought out through that aspect of the world. That's why that aspect of the world is here. Wow. That's what it means. Bishvil Torah and Bishvil Yisrael. And let's take that a step further. This is a whole new understanding and an old idea, but it's the correct understanding. And, 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 and uh, very often, the wrong understanding is made over here. There's a famous idea. Hashem looked in the Torah and created the world. Anyone ever heard that before? Blueprints. Yeah. Blueprints. <laughs> blueprints. That's how everyone says it. Rabbi says it's not true. It's not true. It's not the Pshat. The Torah is not a blueprint. Okay. Not a blueprint. <laughs> That's the wrong understanding. With all due apologies to Rabbeinu Shmuel. Oh, no. One second, let me explain. <laughs> so everyone is Hashem's this engineer, right? And this is the blueprints. The turns the blueprints. Okay, so let's put a little bit of shrubbery over here. Let's put some penguins over there. Cucumbers. Okay, here we need uh, uh, six flags, you know. <laughs> so it's the Alkabarais of Baroma, every aspect of the world, because the Torah is the blueprints. The Torah is not, it doesn't mean the Torah is the blueprints. It means it's the Alkabarais. The Torah is there first. And, and let me explain why it's not blueprints. Blueprints implies, when I have blueprints, I, I, make, a, I make a skyscraper with blueprints. I make a Taj Mahal with blueprints, right? What's the Iker and what's the Tuffle? What, what, what's, what, what's the... What's the... Um, Excuse me. The goal. What's the objective, and what's the you know the the the, the means to arrive at that? What, what's more important, the blueprints or the Taj Mahal? The Taj Mahal, right? The blueprints or the skyscraper? The skyscraper. The blueprints just a hey attempt. It's a way to get there. So that's that's not correct. It's talking about Rishon Doesn't mean the Torah is a blueprint for the world. Then you'd be saying that the, the world is really what we want. The Torah is. Let's figure out how to make a world through the it's the recipe book, right? The cookbook, the blueprints. It's the other way around. The Torah is the Iker. And Hashem created the Torah, Hashem wants the Torah to have an existence, and therefore, how do we make sure the Torah has maximum existence? Create a world based on the Torah. The Torah is, comes first, and the world is there just as a vehicle, as a heichatimza, to allow the Torah to be misgala. Everyone hear the difference? Yes? It's the other way around. It's fakert. It's not that the Torah is the blueprint and the world is the skyscraper. The Torah is the skyscraper. I need I need a place that people are going to see the skyscraper. I make a, a world that is designed only to be able to, to 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 build the skyscraper. That means every aspect of the world is only there because it gives rise to some aspect of the Torah. 
That's the real understanding in the Sakabaraisabaraama. The Torah gets there first, and the Torah is the main point. The Torah is the Iker. The Torah is what we really want. And Hashem looked in the Torah and created the world, i.e., the world is only there because it follows the the contours of the Torah and it allows the Torah to have some physical manifestation. But there's no aspect of creation which doesn't allow some giluima of the Torah. And with Kleisel, same thing. Bishul Yisrael, it means every aspect of the world is here because Kleisel has something to do with every aspect of the world. You just got to figure out what that is, right? But, but that is the point and the purpose of everything that's in creation is there because it allows Klai Yisrael to, to be more present, has, gives Klai Yisrael something to do, and it allows the Torah to be more present. The Torah got there first, Klai Yisrael got there first, and Bishul Torah, Nivra Ha'olam. The world is there as a Kli, just as a vessel, to allow Klai Yisrael to exist. This is what Bishul Yisrael, Nivra Ha'olam means, and Bishul Torah Nivra Ha'olam means, and this is the Pshat, the first Pasuk in Barashas. So if I want to make a world that's there for one and one purpose only, to allow the Torah to be Mezgala, to allow Klaes to be Mezgala, it means the world has to be planned and plotted and created in such a way that every aspect of the world follows the, 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 the uh, characteristics of Klai Yisrael. Which means, said differently, the shoirish, the roots, the seed of the Bria is the existence of Klai Yisrael, is the existence of the Torah. And using that as a guide, Hashem creates the world. If I want to make the world in such a way that the world is there solely and exclusively and only to give rise to the existence of Klai Yisrael, that means I have to use Klai Yisrael to make the world. I have to use the Torah to make the world. And that's what, that, that, that is exactly what the Pasuk is saying, according to this Joshua of Rashi. What's Rashi's in quotes? Torah or Klaisol? With the Torah Hashem created the world, with Klaisol Hashem created the world, means using the Torah as that guide, as that outline, with Klaisol, using Klaisol as that outline, Hashem created the world. That means every aspect of the world has been plotted and planned and created using the reality of Klaisol. So, the best way of saying that the world is here on behalf of Klai Yisrael, Bishvil Yisrael, and Bishvil Yisrael is by saying the word bi, the previous bi, which means with. That's the best way of saying it. What a beautiful pshat that we have now in the first Pasuk and Torah with this Rashi, because we have such a beautiful understanding of the Rashi. Bishvil doesn't mean on behalf of as much as it means is for the purpose of. For the purpose of the revelation of Klai Yisrael, Hashem makes the world, and for the purpose of revealing the Torah, Hashem makes the world, means every aspect of the world is only there to reveal Klai Yisrael, to reveal the Torah. So I use the Torah to structure, form, and create the world. Bi Yisrael. Bi Torah. Everybody got that? Wow. Okay. That's amazing. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's see what, what else we can speak at in our remaining time. Yes. Yes, okay, let's move on. Judas, we can use this whole idea. So also we have it, we're coming over with a very nice understanding. Again, Hashem looked in the Torah and created the world. You're going to encounter, all of you will encounter people that tell you, yes, the Torah is a blueprint for the world. You have to shout at them when they tell you that. And tell you that's not true. It doesn't mean the Torah is a blueprint. 
It means the Torah is the, is the skyscraper. The Torah is the Taj Mahal, and the whole world's only here because the the uh, the world is only here because the world is a kli to be megal of the Torah. Not the Torah is a blueprint, but fakir. Hashem wants the Torah to show up somewhere, so Hashem has to look at the Torah when in, in creating every aspect of the world, so the Torah can show up more and more and more. All right. Um, yeah. The arts is more than the second pasuk. If we're lucky, if we have enough time. We may even be privileged to uh, to uh, to to uh, be visited by Nachum Simcha tonight. If there's wow, he tachimated. I don't oh, believe it. Okay, <laughs> and if we're really lucky, then then um, we're gonna be able to maybe we'll, let's look at the first three pesukim. But let's move on to the second pasuk. Um, is something in the second pasuk? Maybe we'll have time. For the, <laughs> the world was desolate and barren, and there was darkness on the face of the depths, the the the, the, the deep waters. The Ruach HaLakim, the Spirit of God, was hovering over the water. The Spirit of God was hovering over the, over the water. What, was this, what does all this mean? We don't know. We're, we're not going to get That's not what... Uh, yeah, we're not, <laughs> that's right. Who knows? Who knows what this means? I don't know. But you should know what Ramban, the Ramban actually speaks out in the beginning of the of, of Bereshis. The Ramban says that one of the things that... One of the reasons why Rashi says that we should have started with HaKadosh HaZolachem with the first mitzvah, which is Kiddush HaChodesh and Shemais, and Sefer Shemais, the Ramban says one of the reasons is because who understands this stuff anyway? Nobody knows what's going on over here. This is all Kabbalah. Mysticism, right? Who knows? Anyone knows what's going on? But anyway, the, the Torah does say, Ruach HaLekim, Rachevus HaPnei the Spirit of God is hovering over the water. Hovering. So this is an interesting Rashi over here. Let, let's look at this Rashi, because if Rashi speaks something out, we're allowed to try to understand Rashi, right? Rashi is, gives us Pshat in the Pesachim. So look at Rashi, Pasuk Beis. The spirit of Hashem was hovering. It says, The divine throne is what? Is standing in the air and hovering over the water. Hashem's throne is hovering over the water. Through Hashem's breath and Hashem's utterances, it's Hashem's throne is hovering over the water. What does that mean? Who knows? So, how do we know? But, but the Rashi goes on. Kiyoyna, so that's just like a dove, like a pigeon. Hamrachefes al hakain, that's hovering over her chicks in the nest. Adkan. What does this Rashi want? I mean, is Rashi, oh, now I get it. Now I understand what that means. Hashem's throne is hovering over the water like the pigeon that hovers over its back. And I chap. Now I chap. Now I got it. Just like, oh, like the pigeon, right? Like the pigeon. What's going on? This is very deep, mystical. This is Kabbalah over here, right? This is Kabbalah. He's the worst. So, 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 so that's how you, we understand, explain the, 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 whatever this mysticism is of Hashem's throne hovering over the water. So that's how Rashi, because it over this, like, like the pigeon that's, that hovers over its throne, over, over the babies, over the chicks. What, what did Rashi do for us over here? Now we get it. Now we understand. What did Rashi do for us? What's, what's going on over here? It's already a very difficult puzzle to understand. It's, you need to go to the Mikubal to understand it. And what does Rashi do? Rashi, Rashi gives us pigeons. Rashi gives us pigeons. What is Pshat? Pshat's like this. It's actually very much connected to the first thing that we said. What's the idea of something hovering over something else? Hovering. Protecting. protecting. Okay, it's protecting. Watching. It also, it, it, it's, it's protecting in more than one way. Interesting. Let, 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 there's, there's more than one protection that's going on when the pigeon 
is hovering over the nest. It's protecting them maybe from, I don't know, you know, people that want to come and grab the chicks and run off with the chicks and the eggs, yes. What? Shulach very good, that's right. But there's another protection that's going as well by the mother, the yoyna, hovering over the chicks. What's the other protection? What's the mother protecting them from? Other birds. That is the first thing, yes? Flies, the elements. The elements? Okay, but that's all like the same thing, right? Everything, everything. The mother's protecting the chicks from everything out there, all the nasty things, the elements and the hunters and the poachers and the other birds. But the mother, by hovering over the eggs, okay, this is deep, but we're going to speak of it anyway, is also protecting the eggs and the chicks from the mother herself. From the mother herself. Because hovering means as opposed to what? Landing. As opposed to landing. Hovering means I want to be close to you, I want to take care of you, but but you're not strong enough for me to land on you. I can't land on you. I'm hovering over you. I come to feed you, and I'm hovering right over you, like this pigeon. But I, I, and I want to take care of you. If I, can't, if I land on you, I'm going to destroy you. I'm hovering over you. Hovering is protecting the babies from the mother herself. The mother's taking care of the babies. Merachif. Has he said Ivris also? Lerachif. Merachifes, yeah. Um, is that what they call a... Um, yeah, that's right. A helicopter, hovering. Yerachif, that's right. Um, what do they call a, a drone? Is a rach... Yeah. Um, the mother is protecting the babies from the mother herself. The mother wants to give and attend to the babies, but mother is hovering. On the first day of the Bria, Hashem is hovering over the Bria itself. Hashem is Merachiv. Why? Hashem is involved in the Bria. Hashem is giving to the Bria. Hashem is creating the Bria. Yehi Or, Yehi Rekia. Hashem is creating light and dark. Hashem is creating the dry land. But Hashem has to do it in a way of hovering because in the meantime, Hashem cannot, so to speak, land in the Bria. The Bria doesn't have a place for Hashem to come in for a landing. That's why Hashem has to hover right now. If Hashem would land in the Bria, it would destroy the Bria, just as the mother, Yoyna, the mother pigeon, if Hashem, the pigeon would land on her babies, the pigeon would crush the babies, because they're not strong enough to, to support the mother yet. There's something very deep going on over here, but, but it's, it's based on a Rashi, so we're let explore this together. The world is created to, to um, bring, to, for, again, for Klaison, for the Torah, but ultimately for the Klaison, learning the Torah, to bring Hashem into the Bria. For Hashem to be supported by the Bria. But Hashem can only do that when there are, excuse me, those people in creation that can be the supports, the pillars for Hashem. That doesn't come until the sixth day of creation. Chazal say a fascinating term when it comes to the Ovis. Ha'ovis hein hein? Ha? Who knows? Rashi brings us. Hamerkava. The Ovis Akadoshim, the forefathers, Avinus and Yaakov, were the divine chariot. They supported the Rebbeinu Shalalim. What does it mean they supported the Rebbeinu Shalalim? They, through their actions, through their mitzvahs, their midas, toivahs, their maizim toivim, their tamad toirah, they support the divine chariot of God, so to speak, the Kisei HaKavod, they bring Hashem into the world. But you have to have the others, you have to have Klai, so you have to have someone around that can do that. Before you have that, 
Vashem tries coming to the world that destroys the world. There's nothing to support Hashem yet. You need the others hanging on Merkava, and that's not coming till the sixth day of creation, to Adam, who's given mitzvahs, who's given Torah. Before that point in time, Hashem can only be merachif. Hashem can only hover over the Bria. Hashem is giving, is giving like the mother bird, gives to the babies, but the mother bird can't come in for landing yet because the babies are not developed to be able to support the mother bird, so to speak. The mother can only give without the babies being able to support. That's the oymek advarn. That's, that's a, a good, a nice idea over here in the second puzzle. Clara, everyone got that? Good, okay, let's move on, try to happen. One more idea before Meyer. The third Pazik. Vayimur Elikim Yihiyar. Hashem said, let there be light. Vayimur and there was light. Okay, so I said we're going to say a third idea on the third Pazik. I, I, I guess I, I lied, because it's going to be on the fourth Pazik. Let's see the fourth Pazik. Vayimur Elikim Yihiyar Kitoiv. Hashem saw that the light was good. Vayavdu Elikim Ben Or Ven Hashem separated between the light and the dark. Is anyone bothered by this Pazik? No. Yeah. Do you bother? What are you bothered by? Absence of light. Um, well, let's look at the fifth They're Asking an excellent question. So that's a, that's a, the, the philosophers deal with this. Is, is darkness just the absence of light? So there's proofs actually that 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 in Lamdus we understand that Chayshich is a nivra. It's actually a nivra. This is one of the proofs. There's a gemara, a gemara in Psachim also the beginning of Psachim. Look at the fifth part. Vayikra lekim la'oriyam v'la'chayshich karalayla. Hashem called chayshich layla. Right? So you see that Hashem's calling chayshich layla. It's clear that it seems that chayshich is a nivra, not a header, a header or. But that's the question. That's right. Bari chayshich. That's right. Rebbeinu Shmuel is correct. But now that we've answered that question, anyone else bothered by this pasuk? It says Hashem created the light and saw the light was good. Hashem separated between the light and the dark. Does that make sense? Is that good? That's a nice pasuk. What's bothering you? Okay, is anyone bothered by the separating aspect? No. Oh. <laughs> Hashem saw the light was good, and Hashem separated the light from dark. That's right. Looking, so, Rashi has a kasha. That what, I, what, what I want to ask is that Rashi does have a kasha on this puzzle. Rashi's bothered. Look at Rashi quickly. Hashem saw the light was good, and Hashem separated. The light is good, and Hashem separated the light from the dark. It says Rashi, we need a drashi also. Why is Hashem separating it? Rashi's bothered. Why is Hashem separating light from darkness just because it's good? So it says Rashi, it was mean Hashem took it away from the Rashaim. Rashi is bothered, but why would Hashem separate light from dark because it's good? It didn't bother any, that question didn't bother any of us in the room. And, and, and why is it bother Rashi? Why is Rashi bothered by this? Let's, uh, let me ask this question. Clearly and quickly, because we got to wrap up. But I want to wrap up with this. The Pazik says, Hashem saw the light was good, and therefore Hashem separated the light from the dark. Rashi says, well, what's going on over here? We need a drush to make sense of this. Rashi, what's bad? Why, why is it bad for Hashem to separate the light from the dark just because the light's good? We want to make light, light, and dark, dark, right? The answer is like this. Here again is a very a deep, but a very fundamental idea going on over here. Something that defines life itself. And our purpose in life, our mission in life. What's bothering Rashi? What's bothering, Rashi is bothered by, by the following. There's Or and there's Chayshech. Or is light, that's Hashemness, godliness. Chayshech, whether it's Heder light, whether it's an absence of light, or whether it's a Nivar B'fnei Atzma, either way, it's a lack of godliness. Chayshech, darkness, is where there's no godliness. Light is where there's godliness. Chayshech is, is Hester Panim. Har is Panim, Hester Panim, presence of God, absence of God. Chayshech is always the absence of God. Rashi's bothered. 
If you're going to make or, which is light, which is being able to shine godliness into the world, why would you take that away from the chayshich? What do I, I want? I want to. I want to use the or as much as I can to dispel the chayshich. Why is Hashem separating the or from the chayshich? This is what's bothering Rashi. A very, very solid question. Rashi's bothered. What, Ra- Hashem, why are you taking the light away from the darkness? The light is good, you're right. It's so good. You should use the light to get rid of the darkness. Be mavat of the darkness. Why are you separating, putting the light during the day and putting the darkness at night? Hashem, the light is so good. Use the light to be mavat of the chayshich. That's what this is what's bothering Rashi. It's good, and therefore you take it away from the darkness. If I it's so good, you should use it to get rid of the darkness. Whoa. This was bothering Rashi. What's the answer? Why indeed, to ta- why talk to Hashem to that? Terence is such a profound idea what our mission is. Our mission in life, Rabbi Yisai, is not and is never to be mavato chayshich. There's always going to be, this world that we're in requires darkness. There's always going to be darkness. There's always going to be wrath. There's always going to be a shayrush of evil. Our job is to make light more compelling. Our job is to make light more attractive. Our job is to make light more intensified and is to draw people to the light. They don't go to the dark, come to the light. But as so long as we're here in Gaulus, and we've been in Gaulus for a long, long time, Hashem should send the Yeshua and, 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 and the Geula very, very soon. But Gaulus is not a Bidi Ebed. It's a Lichatchi. The Klaus will spend a lot more time in Gaulus than we have in Geula. And our job in Gaulus is, in spite of the Chayshech, to make a case for Or. Not to get rid of the chayshik. The chayshik is always going to be there. But to say the or is where it's at to intensify the or, to make the or compelling. And that's vayavdel. That's why Hashem separates the or from the chayshik. The fu- function and the purpose of the or, as much as we would like to see it being about the chayshik, the function of the or is there to draw people away from the chayshik. There has to be an alternative. There has to be competition. The point of the or is to be mavdul from the chayshik. And our job is to show people how amazing the or is, how attractive the or is, how beautiful godliness is, and this is really the way to go, how compelling it is. Okay? All right. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos. And we should hear good the Besuras, everybody. So we're going to do till him after Myrith. And um, I wish I have a wonderful week.